Welcome to BrainStuff, a production of iHeartRadio. Hey, BrainStuff, Lauren Vogelbaum here. Tear open a bag of commercial potting soil, and you immediately see a mixture of rich black soil and white flecks. That white stuff isn't there by accident. It's probably perlite, and it's an essential addition that makes the soil more suitable for plant growth. Perlite promotes soil drainage, so plant roots don't become waterlogged. We spoke via email with John Tronfeld, director of the University of Maryland Extension Home and Garden Information Center. He explained, It increases pore space in growing media, which is critical for aeration, perforating the soil with pockets of air, water drainage, and root growth. It doesn't change the pH of growing media. Plus, it's sterile and lightweight, making it easier to handle and cheaper to ship. But just in case you, like me, had no idea what perlite is or where it comes from or why it's called popcorn for your soil, come along. Perlite is a form of amorphous volcanic glass that contains roughly 2-5% to water. It's a lot like pumice, but denser. Both types of glass are formed as molten lava slowly cools. Composition varies a bit, but perlite is made of up to 70-75% to silicon dioxide and 10-15% to aluminum oxide, plus smaller amounts of sodium oxide, potassium oxide, and other minerals. Miners extract perlite from the earth using explosives and or machinery. There are large mines in countries like Armenia, China, Greece, Japan, Turkey, and the United States, although we here in the U.S. still import about a third of our processed perlite. We get the rest from domestic mines in Arizona, California, Idaho, Nevada, New Mexico, and Oregon. Once perlite is taken from the ground, processing plants crush the material into smaller pieces that are more suitable for a variety of purposes. Then the popcorn part comes in. Workers heat the perlite to roughly 1,600 degrees Fahrenheit, that's 870 degrees Celsius, causing the water within to expand rapidly into vapor. This creates a popcorn-type reaction, the same principle that causes the kernels of popcorn in your microwave to expand into a delicious treat results in expanded perlite, a material that's 20 times its original volume while being 40 times less dense. Before it's popped, perlite is usually gray but can be brown, green, blue, or red. Once it's expanded, perlite is generally light gray to white. Structurally, expanded perlite is light and airy, with tiny bubbles and holes throughout. Its low density and low price make it handy for a variety of applications, like in lightweight plasters, insulation, ceiling tiles, and concrete. It's perfect for noise insulation, too, and the fact that it's non-flammable makes it safe for use in many types of construction. Perlite is also widely used in the beverage industry as a filtration agent, particularly for beer. In its puffed form, it assists filtration by fighting clogs that would otherwise shorten a filter's life. But for many of us, especially anyone who's started a quarantine garden, perlite's unique properties are most apparent when it comes to gardening. About 10% of the world's perlite use goes towards horticulture every year. We also spoke via email with Melinda Myers, a horticulturist and gardening expert. She said, Perlite is sterile, lightweight, and contains lots of tiny air spaces, increasing air in the soil and improving drainage. When making my own potting mix, I use one part perlite, one part compost, and one part peat moss. You may need to try a few mixtures to see what best fits your gardening and watering styles. Like any recipe, the proportions may be adjusted for the way the gardener likes to water and care for plants and the type of plants they're growing. 
Tronfeld recommends making perlite 10 to 33% of your potting mix, depending on the intended use and other ingredients you have. He said, for example, higher percentages are helpful in seed starting mixes and for growing plants with root rot issues. Root rot is directly related to water drainage. Aeration is another critical factor in growing all kinds of plants because roughly 98% of the oxygen that plants absorb from their environment happens through their root systems. That's why some savvy homeowners also scatter perlite over their lawns. Perlite naturally works its way through the soil, preventing root rot and increasing aeration, resulting in healthier, more resilient grass growth. But perlite isn't the only way you can improve your soil quality. Pumice, rice hulls, and vermiculite have similar qualities, but they have characteristics that vary depending on the issues you're wrestling with. Perlite, for example, is best for situations when you want very good aeration and drainage, as well as good water retention. Depending on your needs, you can blend perlite with a variety of substrates to create soils that are perfect for different plant species. Myers says that peat moss, pine bark, and coconut fiber are all commonly paired with perlite. Just moisten perlite before adding it to any soil mix, and wear a mask when you work with it. Both of these steps will help prevent you from inhaling small particles of perlite that could put you at higher risk for certain lung diseases in the long run. Today's episode was written by Nathan Chandler and produced by Tyler Klang. For more on this and lots of other growing topics, visit HowStuffWorks.com. BrainStuff is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.